I wanted to start out by sending out a massive thank you. And I am very, very, very grateful for everybody who tuned in and listened last week. I am, I'm very, I'm so thankful for you and for the support people who either reached out and and texted me or sent me a message on Instagram or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly grateful. I'm so happy that people are responding to it. It's, um, you know, I'm, I'm showing bits and pieces of my heart and I'm doing it all for the purpose of letting somebody know that, you know, the things that we go through, it's not just you and you're not alone and other people go through them too. And maybe hearing that somebody else has figured out a small portion of life, um, might, might bring you some, some peace and some comfort, but, you know, ultimately I want to, I want to get back to having the world think that it is okay to not be okay. And it is okay to want to talk about things that make you sad. And it's okay to want to talk about the hard stuff. And it's okay to want to lean on somebody because I, I tried very hard to not lean on anybody when I needed it the most. And that is one of the biggest lessons was that humans need other humans. You need love, you need attention, you need affection, and you need to know that somebody is listening and that somebody cares about you and that somebody wants you to be okay. As we grow up, we're forced to decide what do you want to do with the rest of your life? What do you want to achieve? What goals do you have? And it starts from a very young age. And I had a lot of interests as a kid. I mean, I always loved sports, but even then, you could tell. I was an ice skater. So random, I know. <laughs> um, and then I did gymnastics for a really long time. I played basketball for a little while. I ultimately settled on tennis. I loved tennis. I did cross country for a little bit. Um, yeah, and like I bounced around from so many different things. And, you know, being a kid, you're supposed to be able to to try stuff and see if it fits, see if it works, see if you like it. And if it doesn't, then like you move on to the next thing. And, you know, I don't know, I don't know when and where it became like socially acceptable that, you know, you weren't allowed to try things on for size and that you had to settle in on one thing for the rest of your life. I mean, if you think about it, like you graduate college when you're like 21, 22, maybe 23 years old. Um, and then what you, you can't retire until you're like 65. That's a long ass time to be doing something. Like you have to be really, really, really sure that you absolutely love what it is that you're doing. But I don't understand why you can't have more than one career, why you can't have more than one passion in life. And so that's kind of where I felt like I was really different and that I couldn't decide on what I wanted to do. So after high school, I when I went to school, I sat down, you know, with the the guidance counselor person and she asked, you know, well, what are your interests? What do you like? And I'm like, I I don't I don't even know. Like I <laughs> what classes do you guys offer? Let's like go go in from there. Um and I said, you know, I've always been really good at science. I took chemistry twice in high school, not because I failed, but because I just really enjoyed it. And which is a very bizarre thing. I was like, and I like, I like math. I'm good at that too. And 
So I kind of just started to say, well, I'm good at this, so I'm going to do that. And I settled on chemistry because I, I, I just, I genuinely love the subject. I love the science. I, I think it's really fascinating. And so it then quickly evolved into, well, um, why don't you go to professional school? Why don't you become a pharmacist? I thought, okay, I mean, there are worse things to be and it's gonna provide for me. I'm going to be able to, you know, have the life that I want, make the kind of money that I want. And, you know, as a female, you're always thinking about too, like, what if I get married? What if I want to have kids? Like, will my job be able to sustain that sort of life? And everything that I had done, all the research and everything, like I, I had figured out like pharmacy, pharmacy would be good. So that became the path. And there was, it was no, like, like I said in the last episode, there was no light bulb moment. There was nothing like, oh, I'm supposed to be a pharmacist. It was like, I just kind of like fell into it, I guess. Um, and then pharmacy school, you actually have to have an abnormal amount of shadowing hours where you actually go in and like hang out with a pharmacist. And now that I'm on the other side of it, I think I understand why is because they want to make sure like this is really what you want to do. Like this is like you're absolutely sure that you want to do this. And at one point in time, pharmacy was in a place that you actually were compounding and making the medicine itself, which is incredibly fascinating. And that's what my grandfather did. So I come from a family of medicine. My grandfather was a pharmacist and then he went, came back and he went to medical school. My dad is a surgeon. My sister's a PA. My mom's a nurse. I have a cousin that's a doctor. Five out of my dad's seven siblings are physicians as well. So it's kind of like the family biz. And I felt like I've grown up in this life. I used to go to the hospital with my dad. I used to make out, like do rounds with my dad and So it just was something very natural and very normal for me. So I thought, okay, like, sure, I'll be good at that. And I just kind of started heading in that direction. And then as I got into my upper level classes, I was like, I don't want to do this. (laughs) So that sucked because then you're now three, three and a half, maybe even four years into something and I'm like, okay, wow, I've been working towards a goal that I didn't want in the first place. And um, now I'm just now figuring that out. And if I were to start over, like I'm going to be here for like 10 years. Oh, I did not want to be like Van Wilder. I wanted to graduate. I wanted to get out. And at that point, my dad kind of sat me down. He was like, well, you have a couple options. Like with a science degree, you can become a teacher or you can go back and get your chemical engineering degree and that might be like an extra year of school or something and literally the thought of more school makes my stomach turn I it's not that I didn't like school I did I just didn't want to do it anymore I'm like I've been studying so hard and I've been working so hard for something to get me where and I think that was more of like my problem with it was I was like I'm not really working towards anything I like This is not going to benefit me in any way except for the fact that like, okay, like I have this degree, but I'm not going to use it. I'm not going to do anything with it. So I graduated and then I actually worked for this pottery painting studio, which is like the little side job I had 
um, the last couple years of college. And I really liked that. It was fun. It was like a, a very creative job. And that, that was another thing was that I really, I've always enjoyed, um, being artistic. I've always enjoyed being creative and, you know, I dabbled in music for a little bit, nothing like serious, but like, I love playing guitar. I try to sing. I can't, but I try and I do it in the comfort of my own home. But I mean, even when I did that, it was more of like, um, a way for me to kind of bond with my brother and because we fought like cats and dogs when we were in high school and so it was kind of a way that I could get to know him and it was like an activity we could do together and he's the one that got all the talent he like went off and you know is doing incredible so I I was just working at this pottery painting studio and my bosses really liked me and you know I was I was basically there all the time and you know and at that point, I was like 22 years old and I had, didn't really have any idea what I wanted to do with my life, but I was able to pay my bills. I was able to like go have fun and do things that I wanted to do and like be 22 years old. And that's that's something I feel like I kind of missed out on in college was that, you know, I was, you know, playing sports and I was studying and I felt like I didn't really get like this college experience. I was in a sorority, shout out DG. Um, but I, I don't think I really like threw myself into that. Like when I first went and did a sorority, I was really there because I'm like, I need stuff for my college transcript because I like, if I want to get into professional school, I need to seem well-rounded. I need to like drink tea and I need to have these friends and I need to have all this community service hours. And so I was like, you know, I, I need to be in a sorority because that's that's what people do, right? That's that's what just what you do. And I never really I never really did things that I'm like, no, I want to do this for me. And once I got out of college, I really was just having fun doing something that was lighthearted and it brought me a lot of joy. I, at that point in time, I really liked, I really liked helping people and I really liked making people happy. I mean, you're not going to go do some sort of like arts and crafts and be like upset or angry. It's not like, you know, I mean, you're painting for goodness sake, like who's angry when they're doing that. So that should have been like my first, my first hint was that I wanted to be in a profession where I helped improve people's day. I helped them feel happier. I helped them feel more lighthearted and I made them smile. So that's when I kind of was like, oh, well, maybe, maybe I'll like nursing. Maybe, maybe I'll do that. And I explored that option with my parents. And obviously, you know, they're like, well, from a parent perspective, you know, being in medicine, like people are going to continue to get sick. I don't even know why I laugh. Like, it's not funny, but Um, that's my sick and twisted humor, but people are going to continue to be helped and it's not ever going to be a profession that's going to go out of style. Like people are constantly going to need to be helped. So from a parent perspective, they loved that. And so I started working at my dad's office to like get in that, get in that mode. And it just, it just kind of stuck. So I um I actually had worked for my dad for let's see I started working there when I was 23 and I quit when I was 
when I was 30. So I, I can't even believe I was there for that long. And I'm sure he probably can't even believe I was there for that long. Like he put up with me for that long. Um, but it was, it was an absolutely incredible job. I could not have loved something more. And I was really worried about working with my family just because of all the things that you hear. But I mean, to be perfectly honest, like my parents are cool as shit and they, they let you, they, they, they let all of their kids just like live life. And, you know, I actually got even closer with my parents because of it. And so if anybody ever has the opportunity to work with a family member or their parents or both of them or whatever, like jump at the chance because they'll be able to take the time and they're going to have more time and more patience to teach you things that, you know, maybe school won't or maybe some other employer won't. Like I learned more working with my dad and being there than I ever did in school. And, you know, cause they, they take the time and they, they want to invest in you. Like they're essentially investing in like a small little portion of themselves. Like they, they want to help you. They want to see you succeed. They want to see you fly. And, you know, I, it's not that I never didn't like my job, but I just felt myself getting so bogged down and I felt myself getting so negative about things because I would constantly see the same people come in and out of the office, in and out of surgery. And I'm like, gosh, just, just help yourself. Like we are working so hard to make you feel better. And you are like not helping us out here at all all so you keep smoking your diabetes are uncontrolled and like you're just you're hurting yourself and I would I found myself getting so incredibly frustrated but at that point I'm like I've already invested so much time and like what 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 am I gonna do quit like what else am I gonna do (laughs) so then you're kind of stuck in this place where you're like well I I feel like I'm kind of like married to this because I've spent so much time and so much training and like I'm I'm good at it but I'm also not fulfilled. So you know, I like when I kind of started to feel that way, I was about 25, 26 and like a big part of my life that had been missing was like the competitive sports and I I grew up playing sports. I love I love being competitive. Anybody that knows me, like I'll complete I'll compete with a brick wall. Like I I don't care. And it's just about the like the athletic nature. I mean, don't get me wrong. I freaking love to win. I love to win. I play to win. I'm going to win. But I also just like the camaraderie of it. And so I I was missing that aspect of my life. And so that's when I started to kind of like get back into like uh, like working out a lot and like being very regimented and adamant about it. And that's when somebody, you know, introduced me to indoor cycling and, um, I just did it as a hobby. Um, and it, there, there was something like I, I, there was a reason why I wanted to be at this place, at this facility all the time. I mean, I wanted to ride like two, three times a day. And obviously like my bank account cannot handle that. So I just, I started to think like, why do I want to be here all the time? Like, what is it that about this place that makes me so happy? And it's not to say that like I wasn't that happy when I was at my dad's surgery center. I, it was just a different kind of happy. And so 
I sat on it for a while and I was like, maybe I just like it because it's an outlet. Maybe it's a place that I can go and like have fun and I see my friends and it's, it's lighthearted and it's, you know, it's like an escape. And that's kind of what I chalked it up to for a long time. And then, um, when I was given the opportunity to try out, I thought like, why the heck not? So like, I'll do it. And I was still, I was still pursuing like my, my medical career. And, you know, at that point in time, like my sister is also, my sister's like a badass as well. She was also an RVT, which is a registered vascular technologist. So she was teaching me how to do ultrasounds and I was like going to sit for my exam and, and do all that. And it just, it seemed like, okay, like I I have my shit together in this one lane over here. And so like, I'm going to keep working towards it. But I have this other lane that is starting to open up and I'm really, really intrigued by it. But knowing me, I just like, I stayed the course, I stayed the path and I thought, okay, maybe just because it's fun and it's new, like that's why like the the fitness world seems so intriguing to me is because it's fun and it's new Um, and I'm good at it. I mean, we all love to do things that we're good at. So I tried out and there was a part of my personality that I just had not tapped into in a really, really, really long time. And anybody who's taken my class, and this is something that like I get told pretty often, is that you know they'll say like you absolutely come alive in that room, and it's I mean it's it's like a for me like I look at it as like this is like. I'm competing. I'm I'm on the tennis court. I am like I I'm here. I'm ready. Like this is this is the the athletic show. Like here we go. And that's the way I treat it is that like I want this to be the absolute best athletic performance that that I can give and so then therefore other people will also get the best experience as well. And I kind of started to tap into this other half of my personality that I'd kind of shut down for a while. And I really, really liked the way that it made me feel. And obviously it doesn't, it doesn't hurt when other people enjoy coming to your class and they, you know, they come up and they tell you like, man, like I loved it. That was such a great workout. Like, of course that feels like so incredibly good. But it was, it was that I was like starting to feel more like myself and I was able to really express myself. I've always loved music and I've had this attachment to it. And I've been able to express myself so much easier through songs and through music than I have been like with my words. And so like I'll send music to people like all the time. I send stuff to my to my dad. I send stuff to, you know, my brother. And um like I, I'm I'm able to to be like, okay, like I, I'm not I'm physically not able to express how I feel, but here, listen to this song. And sometimes I'll even get down to the nitty gritty and be like, no, 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 listen from this minute to this minute. And this is exactly how I feel. Um, so with the the whole cycling thing, I was really able to like take music and share it with people and and have something to say. And I mean, obviously anybody who knows me too knows that like, I love to give my opinion. I love to people know. I love for people to know how I think, and um, that's the uh, that's that's the Morris in me. But it was being able to fall back into 
a, a version of myself that, that I knew and that I really liked. And, you know, I, I was, I felt out of place because I was so much older than everybody else who, who I was friends with. And by the time that I figured out what I wanted to do, all my friends were married, having kids, doing like maybe even onto like their second kid. And I'm like, well, I just found out what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. So that's a plus. And the biggest thing was that once I was able to shake the thought of that I was doing something wrong, that I was moving at a different different pace, a different timeline than everybody else. Once I was able to shake that, I felt so much comfortable with my choice because it, ca- it became less about what everybody else thought and what everybody else wanted me to do. And it was like, what is going to make me happy? Because I'm a very simple person. I don't, I don't need a lot. I live in a 600 square foot apartment. Uh, my couch and my bed are in the same exact room. I have a hella big closet because hello, Carrie Bradshaw. I like my money where I can see it in my closet. But I I don't need a lot. I I don't eat a lot. <laughs> I like frozen grapes. So, you know, I, I don't I don't need very much in life to make me happy. And so it's not I I as I as I grew up. I figured out it's not always about the monetary aspect. And just because you make a lot of money does not mean that you're overly happy. But in college, when you literally have no money and you're like, okay, I got to like scrape together 10 bucks so I can have like, you know, a drink at the bar tonight. Like it feels really good when you get your nice big paycheck and I had to I had to figure out do I want to make a ton of money and be okay with what I do or do I want to have to hustle and work a little harder and maybe make less in the beginning but absolutely love my job day in and day out and I can honestly say that. I mean, yes, there are some days that like it's really hard to wake up because I'll be real honest, that four, four o'clock a.m. alarm clock, oh, it hits hard sometimes. But without fail, and I can say this honest, honest to God, every single class, without fail, if it's a big class, small class, doesn't matter. There is at least one person that shows up that just absolutely changes my day at least one. And that in itself is enough. And, you know, starting out like fitness can be really hard and you have to gain people's trust. And I mean, like they're, they're spending money on you essentially. And like, they don't know who you are and you have to be willing to hustle and you got to be willing to grind it out. And I mean, it's, like you 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 earn every person that comes into your room and i am here for the hustle i'm here for it i love it and that is the part of like being an athlete and competing that like like that i'm able to tap into that i really 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 enjoy and you know I, there's there's a lot of people that i come into contact with that are in college or that are just graduating and you know i 
I, I want, I want people to find that passion in life. And, you know, maybe, maybe you have to scramble a little bit. Maybe you jump around from one job to the next. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing. You are able to move at whatever pace on whatever timeline you want. If you're being a responsible adult and you're paying your bills and you're paying your taxes and you know, you, you're providing life for yourself, there is nothing that anybody can say about you and what you're doing. So take your time to figure out what you want to do because it's important. And make sure that you, that you love it, that you're able to wake up every single day and say, I love my job. I do. I love my job. It's my life. And I mean that like my job is my life. I eat, sleep and breathe fitness, which is really funny because that's all I do. And everybody makes fun of me for it. All I do is eat and sleep, but I once now that I have found this, I'm, I'm never going to do anything else. And I hope and I pray that everybody finds that fire and that, you know, not every day is going to be wonderful and great. I mean, I was talking about this, you know, with our other instructors earlier this week that, you know, we were kind of sharing like stories about like, how do you teach to a small class and yada, yada, yada. And I will never forget. I woke up for a 530 AM classes in South Lake, Texas, and there was one guy one guy that showed up. It was freezing cold. It was probably like 15 degrees and he showed up and he sat all the way in the back row. And it was the most awkward 45 minutes of my life because I talked to one person. But you know what? He came out of class and he was like, thank you so much for staying. Like 5.30 a.m. is the only time of the day that I can wake up and get into workout and I need to. I'm like on a fitness goal. I'm on a fitness journey. And I was like, you know what? I will, I will show up if it's just you and me every single, like that, that's enough for me. And I think putting into perspective, what is the most important to you will also help you find the career that you need to be in. So take your time, do your thing and be passionate about what you like but also be very honest with yourself about what you like. So when people try and tell you what you should be doing, I want you to take a deep breath, fix your face, and just move on. Because as long as you are okay with the pace you're moving at, that is all that matters.